The new crypto laws were included in the $1 trillion infrastructure bill called H.R. 3684, which went into law on November 15, 2021. The name of this bill is Invest in America Act. And although this bill mainly allocates government resources for various infrastructure spending projects, it does have a few cryptocurrency provisions included in it that we need to learn. What's up guys, I'm Carlton Dennis. I'm your host of Taxes Made Simple, a platform for everyday taxpayers who want to learn financial literacy broken down in a format that they can understand. And I need you to know that there are new crypto laws that you need to know so you can adjust your crypto strategies accordingly and keep the IRS off your back. Without further ado, let's get started. Hey guys, if you're new to cryptocurrency and you wanna get started, you can get started today by visiting the link below and downloading Coinbase, an app that will allow for you to purchase cryptocurrency exchanges on their platform. By signing up with the link below, you can get $5 in Bitcoin right away. Feel free to visit the link and let me know if you have any questions. Now back to this video. All right, guys, so I mentioned the name of these numbers earlier. The numbers are 80603 provision. There are two cryptocurrency-related provisions in this bill that you need to be aware of because they're going to have significant ramifications on your tax bill. The first of these crypto provisions is SEC 80603. This provision essentially changes the definition of what a crypto broker is. Traditionally speaking, a broker is a company who we buy assets from directly. An example of this would be a company like Coinbase or Robinhood. When we buy Bitcoin on one of these two platforms, we are buying it directly from the company's store of Bitcoin. The company is not matching us with a third-party seller. However, on exchanges, buyers and sellers are matched and they exchange assets directly. Coinbase Pro would be an example of an exchange. Prices tend to be cheaper on exchanges because the assets are being exchanged directly from buyer to seller. The new 80630 provision expands the definition of a crypto broker to any person who, for consideration, regularly provides any service responsible for effectuating transfers of digital assets, including any decentralized exchange or peer-to-peer -peer marketplace, while that definition might sound pretty vague, confusing, complicated, I might have lost you, what it basically means is that many more people who participate in crypto are now gonna qualify as brokers. So now instead of just large companies like Coinbase and Gemini qualifying as brokers, cryptocurrency investors, stakers, validators, hardware developers, and more can now all potentially qualify as brokers. And before we continue, if you guys are already liking this video so far, please give this video a like and subscribe. I'd love to continue to make more content. Let's keep going. With this law, the government is intentionally trying to increase the tax obligation of cryptocurrency participants, and they're trying to reduce the ability for people evading crypto taxes. They're doing this because they believe that it can create an additional 28 billion in tax revenue, which can help to fund all of the spending that this bill includes. Now, the other provision that we need to talk about is the 60501 provision, the second crypto provision that could have a far reaching consequence for crypto holders in the new infrastructure bill. The 60501 provision states that anyone who receives more than $10,000 in digital assets must verify the sender's personal information, including their social security number, their mailing address, 
and sign and submit an IRS form 8300 to the government with 15 days. People who fail to comply with this law could face serious consequences, including a mandatory fine of at least $25,000, potentially felony charge with up to five years in prison. So this new rule is not something we want to play around with. This new rule applies to all blockchain-based assets, including cryptos, tokens, NFTs, etc. This new rule is very significant for anyone who makes or receives large cryptocurrency transactions on a regular basis. If you fall into this category, then you should pay special attention to this video. So for example, under this new law, if you have a, a jewelry company and if you sell watches, necklaces that cost over $100,000, if you want to accept cryptocurrency payments for these items, you will have to collect the social security number, the mailing address for your customer who will be paying you in crypto now, okay? If you fail to comply with this new regulation that I'm explaining to you, then you could be thrown in jail. It's not something I wanna play with. This is a pretty severe punishment. In the future, if the government decides to enforce these rules strictly, there could be a lot of people who end up in jail for a failure from just complying with crypto laws that they didn't even know. So what does this all mean? What does this all mean? The new cryptocurrency law means that the government is taking more efforts to tax people who use cryptocurrencies on a regular basis. A lot of people value cryptocurrencies because they offer much more privacy and utility and some people have attempted to use them as tax shelters or as a way to evade paying taxes. However, that is going to be a lot more difficult going forward. But because cryptocurrencies are encrypted, the government could potentially have some trouble enforcing the new cryptocurrency laws that it just added to this bill. However, it is yet to be determined how heavily the IRS will enforce these new rules or what is considered to be safe guess. The many large companies who accept cryptocurrencies will begin to comply with these new regulations first, meaning that some of the privacy associated with cryptocurrency could be going away. This could hypothetically push some people into cryptocurrencies with greater levels of privacy, such as Monero or Zcash, that were specifically designed to be untraceable. But it's likely that many people will just comply with these new rules, as many do. In addition to the new crypto laws, there were a number of other things included in this bill. Most of them were designations of spending, which broke down like this, 110 billion for roads and bridges, 66 billion for railroads, 65 billion for broadband internet, 55 billion for water infrastructure, 47 billion for cybersecurity and climate change, 39 billion for public transport, 25 billion for airports, 21 billion for environment, 11 billion for safety, 7.5 billion for electric vehicle charging stations, 7.5 billion for electric school buses. Most of the spending that is included in the bill is designed to improve infrastructure so that supply chains can operate more effectively. Hypothetically though, this could improve our economy, which would be good for the nation. However, as with many major government spending packages, it could also lead to more inflation. Inflation is currently a major concern in the United States, considering that the consumer price index, the CPI, which is an index comprised of various items like food, housing, clothing, transportation, medical care, and more, had its highest level of inflation in 30 years. This November, 2021, it was 6.2%. Jerome Powell has famously said that inflation is transitory, but there are many who disagree with this statement. In fact, Jerome Powell can count the International Monetary Fund, or IMF, on the list of parties who disagree with the statement. 
The IMF said on December 3rd, 2021, that United States Federal Reserve should tighten its monetary policy in light of rising inflation risk. We can't say whether or not the Federal Reserve Bank or the United States will tighten its monetary policy and raise interest rates at any time soon. However, hopefully with all of the money that the government is spending on infrastructure, that we will have a much nicer and safer roads, bridges, railroads, ports, etc. Now, there still is some resistance to the new cryptocurrency laws. Although the Invest in America Act has already been signed by the president and has already became law, the two cryptocurrency provisions that you and I just discussed are not set to go into effect until January 2024. So cryptocurrency holders, developers, miners, exchanges, and more will all have about two years to adjust to these rules. During this time, it is also highly likely that lobbyists within the cryptocurrency industry will push for amendments to the bill. During this time, the Treasury will be allowed to plan out how it's going to enforce these rules, who's going to enforce them, and it would also appear that at least for right now, these laws are really more about establishing intent than actually setting black and white rules about new cryptocurrency taxation. Many people are still confused. <laughs> Many people are still confused about the new laws and rightfully so. It could take years for all of the fine points of these new laws to be sorted out. But in the meantime, cryptocurrency stakeholders will have to just wait and see what happens. The good news is that despite these new rules and changes, the cryptocurrency markets are still moving forward at full steam ahead. So if you are a cryptocurrency holder or if you like cryptocurrency, then there is still plenty to be excited about in the world of cryptocurrencies. That's it for this video, guys. I really, really hope that you liked it. And don't forget to make a comment and subscribe to the channel. Also, if you or your organization has any questions about these new crypto tax laws or crypto taxes in general, then my firm would be happy to help answer any of those questions. You can find a link to my company's website in the little description below. From there, you can fill out a contact form or call our number to speak with one of our tax professionals. I'd like for you to have a great day and I will see you in the next video. Cheers.